Welcome to the Educational Passages podcast. This is the Mini Boat Traffic Report. Educational Passages is a nonprofit organization that seeks to connect people around the world to the ocean and each other through unique global experiences. I'm your host, Cassie Stymus. Since our last traffic report on July 29th, there have been three landings, two recoveries, and two launches. Let's start over in the Pacific this time. In Alaska, the APAC was launched by the RV Tekla just before the last traffic report was recorded. But a week later, and the day before we published that episode, it made landfall. A note from the deployer said it was launched in one of the widest, most open passes available for the ship. But apparently APAC wasn't ready for the Bering Sea, and now it awaits recovery. Kamiri Sensei is now out of that loop that we mentioned last time and making headway towards the U.S. West Coast. The rest of the Columbia River Maritime Museum miniboat fleet from this year has scattered all around the Pacific. While Nessie sails east from Japan, the other four that were launched together are quite far apart now. Boat to Freedom appears to have stalled near the place where it was launched, while Flames Unite is way down on its way to Kiribati. But we're watching closely on wildlife as it gets closer and closer to Hawaii. And still going strong is the fledgling Freddy. Linda and her students at Marco Antonio High School were thrilled to celebrate 300 days at sea on August 15th. Now let's head over to the Atlantic. On July 31st, the Rorida was launched as part of the NESLTER, which stands for the Northeast U.S. Shelf Long-Term Ecological Research. The team was out on the RRB Endeavor for their annual summer transect cruise and launched the miniboat when they were out there. And just as it did on Voyage 1, Burrowville High School's second miniboat found its way back on the continental shelf for Voyage number 2. This time, it took almost a straight shot near George's Bank and up to Clark's Harbor, Nova Scotia. At least it was a picture-perfect landing as it showed up on a sandy beach near Cape Sable Lighthouse. It was recovered by Johnny and others who planned to help get it relaunched very soon. On August 5th, just as predicted, the IFADO-2 found its way to land in the Caribbean. It landed in Guadeloupe after two months at sea, traveling over 5,000 kilometers. This was one of a few miniboats that Plocan has launched and is part of the IFADO project, which we've mentioned before. After we saw that it made land, we reached out for some help. Shout out to Jake here. The boat, well, half of it, was recovered thanks to Nicola and Gail from the Office of National Deforets. When students start school, there is an awesome connection to be made. Up in the North Atlantic, the BHS rowboat has found its way up near Greenland. Well, it's a bit off the coast there, but it's heading east and driven by strong westerly winds. The winds, in fact, have been so strong there that we think it caused damage with the sensor pack as it stopped reporting on August 21st. The main GPS is still reporting, though, and we have a massive amount of information and data to dig into as we start the new school year. In August, we helped to make final arrangements for our Pogo fleet of four miniboats. Three of these boats will be launched off the RV Polarstern from Bremerhaven, Germany to Cape Town, South Africa, and one will be launched off the coast of South Africa from the RV Algoa. It's all part of the North-South Atlantic Training Transect, which is measuring the Atlantic for Earth system sustainability and also is a contribution to the UN Ocean Decade. The expedition started on August 30th and can be followed in real time. 
We'll be sure to post a link for you in the show notes so you could follow along with us and be on the lookout for when the mini boats will be launched. There's the El Cisne Alto, the tall swan from Tenerife, Spain, the Schnella Vela, which means fast wave from Helgoland, Germany, the Spiore Nagilima, spirit of Galway from Galway, Ireland, and the Yamaya from Cape Town, South Africa. This last week, we saw the USS Constitution Museum and Donald McKay School's two boats, Hope and Special, relaunched off the coast of Florida. These two were launched back in April, but had very short trips to the beach near St. Augustine. Thanks to our friend Michael Lea for taking good care of the boats this summer and helping to coordinate with Captain Jimmy, who set them back to sea on August 31st for Special and September 1st for Hope. We hope these two boats are now going to be in the Gulf Stream and make their way across the Atlantic. But we shall see. That's it for this week's mini boat traffic report. Head on over to the Educational Passages website, educationalpassages.org slash at sea to explore the tracks and stories yourself. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the Educational Passages podcast. Educational Passages is a non-profit organization. Please consider making a donation to help us continue our work, bringing people together to learn more about the ocean. To donate, visit educationalpassages.org support. If you're enjoying this program, please consider subscribing to the podcast in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or from wherever you download your podcasts. Thanks for listening.